0: Thank you. Folks, welcome back to the Roadcast, the podcast where in each Roadcast episode I do an adventure framework for a different genre, so far different genres, we'll get back to some of the others when we go a little further along, but today we have an adventure framework in the fairy tale genre, and it's called A Path to Three Wishes. Now, before I go any further, let me explain that an adventure framework is not a full-on adventure. I do not stat out characters. I don't tell you exactly what characters or non-player characters to use. I don't tell you that you have to go from point A to point B. You can rework it any way you want. I just give you the major framework for the adventure and UGMs can add to it or subtract or move things around to your heart's content. But Before we go any further, as I always do at the beginning of every podcast, I want to thank my wonderful patrons over on Patreon. And yes, folks, you can become a patron just by listening to what I tell you at the end of the podcast when I do the outro. Anyway, thank you, David. Thank you, Avis. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, James. Thank you, Mark, and thank you, Peter. You guys are wonderful. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and I hope you have a good next two weeks or so. So, the title of our adventure framework here is A Path to Three Wishes. It's the fairy tale genre, so you are not constrained by necessarily logic or really anything else. And the basic premise is that some bold toy box heroes go off to save the king's pet and punish the bad witch, wizard, troll, whatever you want it to be, who stole that pet. But to do it, they need to get three wishes. So they've got to go somewhere else first and get those three wishes. Now, the toy box heroes can be any item from a toy box you want. They can be teddy bears, they can be other stuffed creatures, or action figures, they can be toy trucks, they can be you know, baby dolls, they can be Barbies and Kens if you want to do that, they can be whatever but for my own sake just now I'm going to probably call them stuffed animals so you'll need a knight, a bold knight and for him we're going to use a teddy bear now every knight needs a stout hearted companion who may or may not be a knight, may just be a squire. But in this case, the stout-hearted companion is a smaller teddy bear. Then you need a tough girl who comes along. Because girls are tough and girls can think of things that boys don't think of. And they can do things that boys can't do. So in this instance, we will have the tough girl be a toy tiger. Then you need a talking animal. Now, maybe it's the knight's horse, maybe it's a doggy or a kitty cat, whatever. But you've got a stout-hearted animal that can talk and can help the heroes out. So in this case, the stout-hearted animal will be a little plush basset hound. And then you need a young wizard to help them, who can cast some spells, who can find out what the magic is, who can do this sort of stuff. So for him, we're going to use a little stuffed pig. And hopefully you can make a little wizard hat to put on his head if you're using miniatures whatnot. So, one bit of advice for running an adventure like this is that there's a couple ways to do it. You can run it for kids, in which case you just let your imagination run wild, you let the kids' imagination run wild. If they go off the rails and do other stuff, that's fine, they're kids, and that's fun anyway. If you run it for adults, maybe you put a little more drama in it, maybe you put a little more logic in it, but still don't don't make it too based in reality, don't make it too based in adulthood. Because if you've got adults playing a fairy tale adventure, probably they're looking to get away from all the adult shit that they have to deal with every day anyway so our first part of this adventure the beginning part of the adventure is a daring abduction so the evil whatever you want it to be witch wizard troll dragon whatever in this case i think we'll use a witch she appears in the king's court and she grabs up his loyal kitty cat and poof she's gone laughing, ha,
1: ha, 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 I've got your kitty cat and you'll do what I say,
0: and she takes off, now, everybody knows who this witch is, they know she lives in the big dark forest, so, the king assembles all your heroes, he tells them, oh
1: my, you've got to go get my, my uh, kitty cat, and you've got to stop this witch, I am putting my faith in you,
0: so, the heroes say, yes, we will do it. And then the king's wise man says, oh, but you just can't go off and, and grab the kitty cat that way. The witch has lots of magic powers. You need three wishes so you can do things. So then they all say, okay, where do we find the three wishes? And the king goes, well, you have to go off through the green forest and find the old hut on top of the hill and inside that hut you'll find a lamp And when you rub it a genie will appear and he'll give you three wishes so they take off through the forest and they're going to go find the magic lamp and the little hut on top of the hill so you can make that just part of the adventure you can run this all in one night one session or if you want you can spread it out over a few sessions um, Depends on the kids and/or adults as you're running for. But the trip through the forest should be, you know, a little dangerous. Maybe they get attacked by weasels or, or stink bugs or something like that, or you know, whatever you can pull out of your imagination. Kids love that sort of stuff. And remember, I don't know how it is for the adults, you know, but for all the kids I know poop and fart jokes and things like that burps and stuff are funny so if they get attacked by a giant farting stink bug or you know a burping possum or something like that that's just great and maybe they chase the animal off if you're running for little boys and also sometimes for little girls they might just go ahead and kill it or maybe they make friends with it but you know you just kind of cut a roll with kids. So that's the first part of going through the forest. But then we come on, then we come to part two of the adventure the trail through the forest. See, up until now, they've just been kind of going through the forest looking for the trail and whatnot. And now they find it. And there's a big sign that says, This way to the magic hut. So they start going down the trail. And along the way, you should have them meet all sorts of interesting characters. And maybe some of these characters will join their group as npcs you might have elves or leprechauns or hobbits or giants or you know talking animals of any sort or maybe you know even talking inanimate objects like
1: hi i'm cherry the chair and i want to join your group and go with you
0: so you get this talking chair and maybe they can figure out something to do with him or
1: hi i'm uh, the singing sword la 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 la
0: and they've got a singing sword so they go on the trail and they meet various people and maybe they have another encounter with a monster or something. You know, maybe it's a, a monster you make up like a, a Hecophino or a, or, a, or a Slappy or or a Tyrannosaurus Jake. You know, who knows? You just got all these weird creatures that you're thinking up at the spur of the moment or hopefully a little bit in advance. But eventually, after going through the forest, they come to the river and there's a big sign saying please use boat to go down river to get to hut so they got a boat a raft whatever they get on it they push their way out on the river and now they're riding along on the river and they're meeting mermaids or dolphins or otters or you know bears who are fishing on the side of the river to say
1: hey hi how you doing yeah we're just over here catching some salmon Well,
0: they might meet a sea serpent, they might meet ducks, who knows, but they're meeting all these creatures along the way and having little interactions, and maybe they get attacked by a giant, you know, gargling catfish or something, and they have to deal with that, but eventually the boat ride takes them to some rapids, and then you can describe the rapids, and they're holding on, and oh my, if they fall off, what's going to happen, and Blah, 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 all that stuff. And they get finally to a point where the river calms down. And there's a a little wharf sticking out into the water. And they pull their way up to it or swim up to it if they've been knocked off the raft. And that's when they come to the hut on the hill. And the hut on the hill is just what it says. It's a small hut. Probably... 10 or 15 feet across made out of stone got a thatched roof got a door a wooden door and that's it and it's setting up there got some flowers and little garden growing around it and stuff but it's just a little hut it's on top of the hill there's no trees around it big forest everywhere else but no trees around the hut and they'll go up to it they find out the door is unlocked they step into the hut and the hut is like TARDIS. It's way bigger on the inside, and there's all kinds of stuff in this place. All kinds of interesting. There's toys. There's food. There's all kinds of tasty food and treats and ice cream and stuff. There's just all sorts of things. And there's a big note, setting up on the wall, from the guy that owns the hut. And he says, uh, "Enjoy my hut. Have fun in here. And you know." Take what you need and then leave. So now they've got to go in there. They've got to interact with all this stuff, which if it's kids, they're going to be all over it. Adults will be a little more focused on finding a lamp. And yes, you will have to sometimes, you know, railroad kids into doing what you want. Uh, Not too heavily on the railroad, just, you know, lightly. Steer them that way or have them find, oh, you move some ice cream and there's the lamp sitting there. So... They spend a lot of time messing around in his house. They find a lamp. They rub the lamp. And the genie appears. Now you can do the Robin Williams type of genie. You can do any type of genie you want. But uh, the genie appears. And he goes. Hello there kids. I'm a genie. And I'm here to give you some wishes. Three of them. And then the genie tells you that you can't have, you know bring people back to the dead and you can't make people fall in love and you can't wish for more wishes and whatever other restrictions you want to put on. But then it's time for them to either take the lamp and just go off to find the evil witch or wish for one or two things. Now extra points if one of the kids or adults thinks about using one wish to free the genie. We've all seen a movie. We all know how that happens. But you know, be prepared for kids to wish for all sorts of weird shit. But do remind them that they have to save at least one wish to vanquish that evil witch or troll or whatever you got up there. And that begins part five. The Dark Forest and the Daring Rescue. So going through the Dark Forest is not quite as much fun as going through the other forest to get here. To the hut now they got to go through the dark forest where there are monsters, there are eyeball creatures, and vampires, and were-dogs, and who knows what kind of weird stuff in there. Maybe octopus heads. Who knows? But they're all in there. And your valiant characters are going to have to fight past them or run or hide or whatever they do. Trick them into doing something to get themselves killed or whatever. So you run that part for a while, and then they come to the witch's castle. Except it's a small castle. It's only about the size of a regular house. But it looks like a castle. And they've got to sneak inside because they can see that she's got goons and 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 weirdos guarding the castle, and they've got to get past them. So you can tell them, well, you know. There's a drain hole over there, you can go in the drain and you can come up inside the castle. Or, you know, you could have the genie just make you appear inside the castle. Or stuff like that. Once they get in, there should be a great big fight and the witch is casting spells and they're, you know, avoiding them and their wizard they've got with them, he's casting spells back at the witch. And finally, they use their wish to get rid of this witch, troll, wizard, whatever. And they rescue the king's kitty cat, who is very, very appreciative. And he's like,
1: no, thank you for rescuing me. Oh, she didn't have any good food. and She didn't have any toys. And she didn't rub my tummy.
0: And then they get the cat. And maybe they free the genie. Maybe they don't. But whatever the case, they then head back. And they give the king his cat. And everything is right with the world again. Um, NPCs you will need for all of these sec- sections are monsters, creatures, um, the witch or wizard or troll or whatever. You'll need, uh, the goons, the weirdos, the, the nitwits, the garter or castle. You'll need, um, the genie, of course. Uh, you'll need some nice folks that they meet in the first forest. So you'll need, Those sort of NPCs. And just let your imagination go nuts. Try to remember what it was like when you were a kid. What you might have thought of. Now variations for this game would be not for little kids. You could run it for teenagers and make it a little more, I don't know, Scooby-Doo sort. You could uh, run it for adults and make it a little more serious and action oriented. You could run it for anybody and make it an actual tune game where everybody's a cartoon character version of what they are, and things get pretty crazy and wild. So those are your variations for running this game, but other genres. Well, as I said, Toon. This is a natural for Toon. I've run similar adventures for Toon at Dundercon, and they went over well. You could do it as a standard F-20 game, but with comedy and a more lighthearted approach. You could do this as a Star Trek or a Star Wars game with some alterations. A Star Trek game, hey, it's happening in the holodeck, you know? They got stuck in a holodeck again in another damn adventure. Or, and believe me, I would really like to see Captain Picard as a teddy bear. Or, in a Star Wars game, they've gone to a world with Ewoks. And maybe some other creatures, similar to Ewoks. And they've got to go and do the thing before they can get, I don't know, the secret Jedi password or something. So, yeah, you can put it in Trek or Star Wars real easy. You know, to would be just easy as pie. Uh, this is kind of a short uh, episode here, folks, because I'm really done. And uh, I hope you enjoy running this. I gotta tell you that running fairy tale type adventures for kids is just an enormous amount of fun. You'll love it, the kids will love it. It'll be great. As for a preview of our next episode, well, partner, it's gonna be an Old West adventure, and you're transporting prisoners, settlers, and gold to a bustling town and an ancient crater. And the title of it is trail to Devil's Bowl. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions, I can be reached on Facebook, where I'm Doc Cross. On WordPress, at the DocVerse blog. On the Mastodon Dice Camp server, as Doc Cross. On Blue Sky, as at TimeDude. Via email, at AgentRoscoe, at gmail.com. If you're listening via Anchor, a.k.a. Spotify for podcasters, you can leave a voicemail, and you patrons can leave a message on my Patreon page, and they will send me a text or email, maybe both, and let me know about it real quick. If you'd like to support me via Patreon, as I said at the beginning of the episode, and hear these podcasts one month before they go up on Spotify for podcasters, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Doc Cross, and once you get there, you can sign up for as little as $1 a month or more if you can afford it and if you'd like to, and get not only these podcasts when they come out, you will also be able to download all sorts of PDFs and stuff that I've put up there and listen to over 150 previous podcasts, so pretty good deal. One thing I need to stop here and remind everybody is these roadcasts are now coming out every two weeks for a while and in between, there will be the mini-podcasts. So, I just want to keep everybody aware of that. Now, for one-time or occasional donations, use my Kofi or Ko-fi, ko-fi page where you will find me as DocCross4591. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or advertise on it, get in touch with me by any of the methods I just mentioned, and I will cut you a deal. Our music was Monkey Magic by The Eaters, off of the Free Music Archive. This podcast and everything on it, except that music, is copyright 2023 by Doc Cross. I'll see you all next time somewhere along the road.